0: Hi, I'm Liz Cunningham, and it's December 7th, and this is the Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are Hosea 6 through 9, 3 John 1, Psalms 126, 1 through 6, and Proverbs 29, 12 through 14. Hosea 6, come let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces. Now he will heal us. He has injured us. Now he will bandage our wounds. In just a short time He will restore us, so that we may live in His presence. O that we might know the Lord, let us press on to know Him. He will respond to us surely as the arrival of dawn, for the coming of rains is early spring. O Israel and Judah, what should I do with you? asks the Lord. For your love vanishes the morning mist and disappears like dew in the sunlight. I sent my prophets to cut you down to pieces, to slaughter you with my words, with judgments and inescapable as light. I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings. But like Adam, you broke my covenant and betrayed my trust. Gilead is a city of sinners tracked with footprints of blood priests from bands of robbers waiting in ambush for their victims. They murder travellers along the road to Shechem and practise every kind of sin. Yes, I have seen something horrible in ephraim and Israel. My people are defiled by prostituting themselves with other gods. O Judah, a harvest of punishment is also waiting for you, though I wanted to restore the fortunes of my people. Hosea 7. I want to heal Israel, but its sins are too great. Samaria is filled with liars. Thieves are on the inside and bandits are on the outside. Its people don't realize that I am watching them. Their sinful deeds are all around them, and I see them all. The people entertain the king with their wickedness, and the princes laugh at their lies. They are all adulterers, always aflame with lust. They are like an oven that is kept hot while the baker is kneading the dough. On royal holidays, the princes get drunk with wine, caressing with those who mock them. Their hearts are like an oven, blazing with intrigue. Their plot smolders through the night, and in the morning it breaks out like a raging fire. Burning like an oven, they consume their leaders. They kill their kings one after another, and no one cries to me for help. The people of Israel mingle with godless foreigners, making themselves as worthless as a half-baked cake. Worshiping foreign gods has sapped their strength, but they don't even know it their hair is gray but they don't realize they're old and weak their arrogance testifies against them yet they don't return to the Lord their God or even try to find him the people of Israel have become like silly witless doves first calling to Egypt and flying to Assyria for help but as they fly about I will throw my net over them and bring them down like a bird from the sky I will punish them for all the evil they do What sorrow awaits those who have deserted me? Let them die, for they have rebelled against me. I want to redeem them, but they have told lies about me. They do not cry about to me with sincere hearts. Instead, they sit on their couches and wail. They cut themselves, begging foreign gods for grain and new wine, and they turn away from me. I trained them and made them strong, yet now they plot evil against me. They look everywhere except to the Most High. They are as useless as a crooked bow. Their leaders will be killed by their enemies because of their insolence towards me. Then the people of Egypt will laugh at them. Hosea 8 Sound the alarm! The enemy descends like an eagle on the people of the Lord, for they have broken my covenant and revolt against my law. Now Israel pleads with me, Help us, for you are our God! But it is too late. The people of Israel have rejected what is good, and now their enemies will chase after them. The people have appointed kings without my consent, and princes without my approval. By making idols for themselves from their silver and gold, they have brought about their own destruction. O Samaria, I reject this calf, this idol you have made. My fury burns against you. How long will you be incapable of innocence? This calf you worship, O Israel, was crafted by your own hands. It is not God, therefore it must be smashed to bits. They have planted the wind and will harvest the whirlwind. The stalks of grain wither and produce nothing to eat, and even if there is any grain, foreigners will eat it. The people of Israel have been swallowed up. They lie among the nations like an old discarded pot. Like a wild donkey looking for a mate, they have gone up to Assyria. The people of Israel have sold themselves, sold themselves to many lovers. But though they have sold themselves to many allies, I will now gather them together for judgment. They will be rid under the burden of the great king. Israel has built many altars to take away sin, but these very altars became places for sinning. Even though I gave them all my laws, they act as if those laws don't apply to them. The people love to offer sacrifices to me, feasting on the meat, but I do not accept their sacrifices. I will hold my people accountable for their sins, and I will punish them. They will return to Egypt. Israel has forgotten its maker, and built great palaces, and Judah has fortified its cities. Therefore I will send down fire on their cities, and I will burn up their fortresses. Hosea nine. O people of Israel, do not rejoice as other nations do, for you have been unfaithful to your God, hiring yourselves out like prostitutes, worshiping other gods on every threshing floor. So you so now your harvest will be too small to feed you. There will be no grapes for making new wine. You may no longer stay here in the Lord's land. Instead, you will return to Egypt, and in Assyria you will eat food that is ceremonially unclean. There you may make no offerings of wine to the Lord. None of your sacrifices there will please Him. They will be unclean like food touched by a person in mourning. All all who present such sacrifices will be defiled. They may eat this food themselves, but they may not offer it to the Lord. What then will you do to do on festival days. How will you observe the Lord's festivals? Even if you escape destruction from Assyria, Egypt will conquer you, and Memphis will bury you. Nettles will take over your treasure of silver, thistles will invade your ruined homes. The time of Israel's punishment has come. The day of payment is here. Soon Israel will know this all too well. Because of your great sin and hostility, you say, The prophets are crazy and the inspired men are fools. The prophet is a watchman over Israel for my God. Yet traps are laid for him wherever he goes. He faces hostility even in the house of God. The things my people do are as depraved as what they did in Gibeah long ago. God will not forget. He will surely punish them for their sins. The Lord says, O Israel, when I first found you, it was like finding fresh grapes in the desert. When I saw your ancestors, it was like seeing the first ripe figs on the season. But then they deserted me for Baal Peor, giving themselves to the shameful idol. Soon they became vile, as vile as the God they worshipped. The glory of Israel will fly away like a bird, for your children will not be born or grow in the womb or even be conceived. Even if you do have children who grow up, I will take them from you. It will be a terrible day when I turn away and leave you alone. I have watched Israel become as beautiful as Tyre, but now Israel will bring out her children for slaughter. O Lord, what should I request for your people? I will ask for wombs that don't give birth and breasts that give no milk the lord says all their wickedness began at gilead there i began to hate them i will drive them from my land because of their evil actions i will love them no more because all their leaders are rebels the people of israel are struck down their roots are dried up and they will bear no more fruit and if they give birth i will slaughter their beloved children My God will reject the people of Israel because they will not listen or obey. They will be wanderers, homeless among the nations. Third John 1 This letter is from John the Elder. I am writing to Gaius, my dear friend, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Some of the traveling teachers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about your faithfulness and that you are living according to the truth. I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. Dear friend, you are being faithful to God when you care for the traveling teachers who pass through, even though they are strangers to you. They have told the church here of your loving friendship. Please continue providing for such teachers in a manner that pleases God. For they are traveling for the Lord, and they accept nothing from people who are not believers. So we ourselves should support them so that we can be their partners as they teach the truth. I wrote to the church about this, but Diotrephes, who loves to be the leader, refuses to have anything to do with us. When I come, I will report some of the things he is doing and the evil accusations he is making against us. Not only does he refuse to welcome the traveling teachers, he also tells others not to help them. And when they do help, he puts them out of the church. Dear friend, don't let this bad example influence you. Follow only what is good. Remember that those who do good prove that they are God's children, and those who do evil prove that they do not know God. Everyone speaks highly of Demetrius, as does the truth itself. We ourselves can say the same for him, and you know we speak the truth. I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to write it with pen and ink, for I hope to see you soon, and then we will talk face to face. Peace be with you. Your friends here say you send you their greetings. Please give my personal greetings to each of your friends there. Psalms 126, 1-6 through When the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. We were filled with laughter, and we sang for joy. And the other nation said, What amazing things the Lord has done for them! Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy! Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. Proverbs 29:12 12-14 if a ruler pays attention to liars, all his advisers will be wicked. The poor and the oppressor has have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor fairly, his throne will last forever.